Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. Yesterday on Sunday, Mercury Station direct, yay, in the sign of Taurus. I actually don't think this was as terrible as a Mercury retrograde for most of it. We had Venus and Mercury in mutual reception, which means they were in each other's signs, but we'll talk about the closing out of Mercury Station in direct and what that means on this episode. Tuesday, tomorrow, Jupiter moves into Taurus, where it will be for an entire year. It stays there until May 24th, 2024. Then Wednesday night into Thursday, the 17th to the 18th, Jupiter will square Pluto in Aquarius. So pretty much as soon as <laughs> Jupiter moves into Taurus, it has a little action right there, squaring Pluto in Aquarius. So on Friday, we got a new moon in Taurus happening at the end of Taurus season. On Saturday, Mars moves into Leo and pretty much opposes Pluto and Aquarius. And then on Sunday, the sun moves into Gemini at 3.09 a.m. here on the East Coast. So this is quite a powerful dynamic week. There's a lot of grounded energy, but there's also a lot of spicy, fiery energy coming in through the end of the week. So we're going to talk about that. First, we're going to talk about Mercury retrograde stationing direct and what does that mean? Like I said, this Mercury retrograde, I know some of us have had a harder time, but overall, um, it was lightly toned, you know, I and I think a lot of you can attest to that. If you had some hard times, it might have actually been more of this eclipse season as Scorpio and all that powerful energy type of happening. But overall, this was a pretty easy Mercury retrograde having, and if you heard me at the beginning, I said mutual reception. We had Venus in Gemini for most of this, which is Mercury's home. And then we had Mercury retrograding in Taurus, which Venus rules. So they were mutual reception. So they were helping each other out there. Anything that went wrong, there was usually a, a quick uh, benefit to it or a quick, someone came out of nowhere to help us out within that. But we still have some reflections on that. We got real when Mercury was retrograding. We got a more grounded perspective and we had to get a more grounded perspective by sitting in our own shit and being a little bit confused and hazy. And I think a lot of this Mercury retrograde was about unveiling the truth within ourselves as well as someone else. And now with Mercury stationing direct and Jupiter moving into Taurus right after, we're going to feel like a mentally grounded rebirth. Like I said, during Mercury retrograde, and you're really seeing the truth now, you're seeing the clarity now that Mercury has stationed direct, you had to get real and you had to get grounded with yourself and have some serious self-reflective insights. You got real with your intuition and you gained a deeper understanding with your intuition. Something with your intuition was off. Something didn't feel right. And, and you were high in the clouds in your mind and you were kind of off wondering and you had to sort of decipher what do I really feel what is my intuition really telling me and maybe you felt a little discarded and now you with these new insights these reflective mentally grounded insights you're like getting real with your intuition and you say oh yeah you were telling me the truth or oh you were sort of acting on a past trauma or a past issue that really would upset you and caused you not to trust so we're really getting real with our intuition and you know you might also that might have happened because someone talked to you straight i feel like there's a lot of that with mercury stationing direct this week is sort of getting that you know i love this term the come to jesus term i just think that is like a good um way to talk about like a really strong wisdom message you know when someone brings with conviction and says hey you know, I'm going to talk to you straight and you, and I'm going to keep it real with you. Those type of messages you're receiving, maybe you're saying it to yourself. Maybe someone said it to you that got your 
you know, head out of your ass. So I meant to say head out of the clouds, but head out of the ass. That feels a little bit more for Jupiter and Taurus. And you might be able to tell that to someone. Say, hey, this is the truth, blah, 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 blah. Um, now, we want to ask ourselves these sort of questions because this might be what came up for us. We might really realize that... Maybe we were a little wishy-washy with something in our lives. Maybe we were experiencing someone else being wishy-washy and it wasn't making sense. So when Jupiter moves into Taurus, and this kind of coincides with the new moon, everything I'm going to talk about, we want to bring in a really solid manifestation, right? We, when Jupiter, when we're in Taurus, when we have um, Jupiter in Taurus, we want to build a solid manifestation. We want our dreams to come to life. In Taurus, we look at all the things that we love, whether it's love, relationships, joy, trips, travel, beauty, aesthetics, fun. Um, but with Jupiter in there, we need, it's gonna expand, but we also need to build a really solid foundation. And if you wanna manifest all these good things in the material realm or within yourself, how can you manifest that with an ungrounded mind? So with this Mercury retrograde, we got a little exposed to our ungrounded mind and what happens when we're not grounded and where that takes us. So ask yourself these questions. Where is my life? Uh, why is my life? I'm sorry, that's the next question. Why in, why in my life am I being wishy-washy? What part of my life am I being wishy-washy? Where can I not stand and give a full commitment? Why can I not seem to give a real commitment to this person, place, or thing, or even my word? Okay, write that down. Think about the reflection. What showed up for you in Mercury Retrograde around your communication, around your thinking within yourself or something else that seemed very wishy-washy? You didn't really know exactly how to commit. You didn't really know exactly if you wanted to say yes or no. You didn't really want to put in the full the full level of commitment. But why is that, right? And why are you not grounded within that? Maybe it's because of fear. Maybe it's because it's not really what you want. Oftentimes when we go wishy-washy, we go back and forth. Sometimes deep down, it's because it's not what we really want. And our intuition is having conflict with our mind. And that's where the grounded uh, mindset comes in and where that will help us gain that perspective. So again, if you want to expand your awareness a little bit more on that and within yourself, write down the question, where in my life am I being wishy-washy? Why am I being wishy-washy? And why does it seem like I can't really commit to my word, the person, the place, or the thing? And then you'll get a better idea of how you're gonna manifest what you want with a grounded world under your feet. And we're gonna talk about that with the new moon. So, like I said, with Jup with Mercury Station Direct, the same time Jupiter is moving into Taurus, it's going to be a mental grounded rebirth. And when you're mentally grounded, you're able to take off in lots of Jupiterian ways. With Jupiter, we share the wisdom. Jupiter rules expansion. It rules wisdom that is shared. So it's already the knowledge that's gained. We gain that knowledge through Mercury, and then we share that wisdom with, within ourselves, within a message, within the world. It rules abundance. It rules good luck. It rules joy you know it rules all of those good it's a very benefic planet so in the sign of taurus when jupiter moves into taurus we become you know we want to expand our spiritual knowledge so a lot of us are going to be starting 
to find joy in the spiritual world, building spiritual communities, you know, maybe becoming a shamanic drummer, maybe finding some sort of new guru or a new teacher, growing in a strong self-love knowledge, making uh, big material purchases. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We know when Jupiter moves to Taurus, we like nice things. So try not to overspend it. But if you worked hard, you got the money for it, spend it. But this is where you could be like, you know what? I'm going to buy a brand new car or I'm going to get that furry rug that costs $3,000 and just put it on the credit card. So you got to watch. Do you have the money or is it in the end going to screw you when you want to buy something? And we're also going to be building a deeper, solid friendship and relationship. You're going to want that. But now with Jupiter moving into um, Taurus, you're actually going to be building that. And we're reflecting back on that wishy-washy, reflecting back on that commitment issues within yourself. And that's going to help you show up in a new relationship, in a new friendship, being more solid. You know, you can't always expect the other person to be the solid one. You have to be solid. And everything that you want in another, you must first see in yourself. That's how that works, <laughs> whether we like it or not. If not, we'll just keep searching and searching or something won't be good enough or whatever. So if you want a solid energy from someone else, first check yourself and make sure that you are solid. So Venus ruled things which, you know, are going to get a big boost in growth, abundance, wisdom, spirituality, um, feel good stuff, you know, love, joy, happiness, friendship sisterhood, your aesthetic, trips, creativity, you know, all those things are going to get a huge boost. You know, you're going to want to do it. You're going to share the wisdom. You're going to grow in abundance, you know, all that beautiful stuff. Now, Jupiter is moving into its second phase. So Jupiter takes about a year to go through each sign. So that's 12 years. And each year it moves into a new sign. It's adding a new layer, like a big cake, like a big astro cake. And as we know, Jupiter and Aries, some things took off wherever Aries is in our chart and a little bit too fast, a little bit Mars-like. And we had to reflect back. We had to reflect back and we had to take a step back because maybe those things uh, were we acted out on within like something toxic or something that wasn't real or something that sort of take, took us away from ourselves. And at the end of that, we see the you know, we, we saw the fruits that we were planting and we decided if we wanted to plant our fruit there or maybe we want to plant our fruit here or maybe not there at all and maybe just keep our fruit here. So we feel a little more grounded when Jupiter was at the end of Aries and we say, okay, this is really the path I want to go on. This is really who I want to be with. This is really what I want to do. So now with Jupiter moving into Taurus, we're actually laying a really deep foundation. We're really going to be planting those seeds and we're going to do the work to watch them grow and the fruits of our labor. So before we were sort of deciphering our seeds and figuring out what kind of seeds we wanted with Jupiter and Aries. And now we're doing the work because we have found like solidly, yes, this is what I want to do. Yes, this is the work that I want to do within ourselves. So it's the second stage. Like I said, it will be laying a solid groundwork for you. I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about that this week. And we're going to do what we need to feed. We're going to water our plants. We're going to water our seeds. We're going to watch them grow. And we're going to say, this is really the stage of transformation. This is going to be the stage of things where they start to bloom. And we're going to see real tangible results because we're putting realness in building it. 
Okay, you get what I'm saying? It's all about groundedness. It's all about realness. And we're going to make room for more fun in our lives. And we'll see where that grows as well. We're growing big things. But, you know, with Jupiter, I mean, I'm sorry, with Taurus, there's a lot about enjoyment and even enjoyment in the small things. I mean, I have a triple Taurus that lives with me, my son. I have so many Taurus energies in my life. And the great thing about them is they enjoy what's in front of them. If they have a peach they're gonna eat that peach and they're not gonna go any faster, they're not gonna go any slower, they're gonna probably make some noises and really relish in the taste of everything, the flavor. So we're going to, in a big way, um, we're going to be harnessing every little bit of our joy. We're gonna be really relishing in it. We're gonna be really expansive in it. We're gonna be pretty extra with our joys, I guess is what I'm trying to say within that. Now, this is gonna be here for a whole year. Like I said, Jupiter's in Taurus until May 24th of 2024, which will be my birthday. <laughs> my birthday's in two weeks. And I'm like, oh my God, that sounds kind of exciting that Jupiter is moving out into, into Gemini on my birthday. I love that. So I'm excited to see where that goes. So this is going to be a long time. It's going to be trans and I'm going to be talking about a lot. So now let's get into what happens when Jupiter squares Pluto. So Jupiter right away moves in and then within a few hours it begins to square to Pluto. Pluto is at the very beginning of Aquarius. Actually, it's kind of starting it now, you know, within three degrees on either side of the exact um, degree is when things start to kick up. But we're going to really be feeling it, like I said, Wednesday into Thursday. Tuesday night, I would say, into Thursday morning, actually. And with Jupiter squares Pluto, that's a, it's a really powerful thing. Pluto rules the underworld. It rules our shadows. It's also very powerful. And it, even for such a small planet, there brings a lot of, like, there brings a lot of underworld power. And Jupiter, when it goes against that, there can be... There's good things to it, but there's also going to be a lot of hard things. And one of the things that came to me is greed or people acting on their material desires, even if it feels against, you know, your soulful nature. Even if it doesn't feel right to you, you might feel like, oh, you know, I just I just want to do it. I need it. And when that desire takes over, sometimes it's hard to fight. Again, unless you really work hard on a grounded mindset, like we're trying to build here, that desire can come over. Or maybe you can experience that in other people and you're like, oh my God, why are you acting like that? It's just, you know, for your own selfish desires. Why can't you control yourself? Those kind of conversations will be coming up within yourself, within a partner, within maybe someone saying it to you. Um, there can be a stubborn, <laughs> that, that stubborn war with a person. You know what I'm talking about. When both sides don't want to even speak, both sides don't want to try to come to a healthy medium, both sides are just like, no, I'm not giving in. This is my way. And the other side is like, nope, well, I'm not giving in. And this is my way. So the war of the stubbornness with another is definitely going to be one of the energies with that. I'm sorry. You know, that's such a pain in the ass. But remember when you're holding on to that stubborn energy, how does that make you feel? What's that doing to your, to your body? That's disrupting it. It's not freeing your body. It's not giving your body peace. It's it's clenched. It's tight. It's hard. And sometimes it ends up being a benefit for you when you're the one who does give in. It is not a sign of weakness, but I know that this is just a reminder. It can be hard when you're in the moment, but just watch out for the war of stubbornness. Give it some time. Um, a sudden shift in riches, finally getting what you deserve. Maybe someone else got ahead of you. That That is what I mean with the with the riches. Maybe someone got that promotion ahead of you and you knew that they didn't deserve it or they weren't doing the right thing. 
And then they got demoted and you got promoted because you were really doing the right thing, you know, for lack of a better example, just to give you what I mean, but finally getting what you deserved, you know, ah, I've been putting in that grit, I've been putting in that hard work, I've been showing up in my power and now I'm finally getting what I deserve. Having a strong rebirth and the kind where you're really breaking that toxic habit or you already broke that toxic habit and you are feeling that freedom and peace you know when you just busted through the flames you're looking back at the flames and you don't want to jump back in you don't give a shit about giving jumping back in and you're feeling that freedom and that peace you guys know what that's like that is really a beautiful thing it's a powerful thing and that will add a new layer of power in you when you don't give in to that stuff that you normally would um and maybe, you know, speaking with conviction, um, you know, with we, we have Jupiter and we still have Mercury and Taurus when Jupiter enters Taurus. So they're going to be co-present with each other and Mercury will be dragged. So you will have a better idea of what you want to say. But when you say it, you're going to be speaking with conviction. You're going to be saying something powerful. You're going to be standing up for yourself with a lot of power or you're going to be bringing a message of wisdom with a really strong power force behind you like Steve Harvey you know something that is like powerful kind of aggressive kind of masculine but yet full of wisdom and again just speaking your truth speaking your conviction and it might come you know when you least expect it like someone that that stubborn war and you show up and say hey you know what that's what you want to do. This is actually why you're wrong. And this is what's happening. And you're going to be within your power with that. Whew. So it sounds kind of intense, but I think overall it's going to pass through. And remember, in your chart, not everyone. It depends on what cycles are happening in your karma, what cycles are happening in your birth chart. Not everything is felt as deeply. Sometimes it can be on the lighter end. Sometimes it could be on the even stronger end. Overall, I'm really excited about Jupiter and Taurus. I love Jupiter and Taurus more than I love Jupiter and Aries. And I think we had an idea of Jupiter and Aries, things that came all of a sudden that seemed great, really didn't, they weren't very tangible or they weren't very solid or they didn't really um, last. They kind of came on strong and fizzled out. The energy is much different when it moves into the Earth sign of Taurus. Like I said, it's more grounded. It's more of enjoying the slower things in life, except, you know, other than when, I mean, what I'm trying to say is when Jupiter was in Aries, we enjoyed the fast things and we didn't take the time to enjoy what was happening because it was happening so fast and we got addicted to that fast feeling. Now, Jupiter and Taurus, we're enjoying every moment in the creation of whatever is building. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I said, Taurus has that. They're enjoying it and you're not moving them. They're not going any slower. They're taking every part in. So everything that you're building now, you're really taking it in. You're internalizing it and you're building that really strong foundation. So with the new moon that is going to be happening on Friday... This is going to be a new moon. I suggest that you guys get a piece of paper and really manifest for this next year. Like I said, answer those questions, the wishy-washy in your life questions, the commitment questions. And then now that you have a more solid idea within yourself, write out a manifestation list. Three months, six months, one year. What do you want your life to look like? What seeds are you planting in this next year? This is going to be a really powerful year. Look, 
And if you want a better idea, if you ha- you probably already have an idea in your mind, but if you want to get a more even personal idea, look to where Taurus is in your birth chart. And what happens in that birth chart? Look up what is happening in that birth chart in that area and really focus your manifestations around that. But when you focus on your manifestations, focus on a really grounded energy. First of all, how do you want that when you how do you want to feel when you get each thing? Do you feel really grounded in it? Do you feel really excited in it? Do you feel really real? You know, we're really going to be planting those real tangible things right now. You know what's real. You know what you're capable of. So believe in yourself because Jupiter is there to give you luck. You know, this is a great one for really expansive manifestations. I'm really loving that. So focus on three months, six months, and nine months. And don't shy away. You can put in material things. Maybe it's a vacation. Maybe it's a new house. You can also, and I highly suggest, definitely add in self-care, self-love. Maybe it's more confidence. Maybe it's to um, be able to express yourself freely and not care what anyone thinks. Maybe it's to actually let yourself enjoy life instead of being held back by anxiety. Those type of things. And I suggest you take that note, put it in your left hand so it's closer to your heart. Sit and manifest. And when you're manifesting, I'm sorry, visualize and put on a guided meditation, put on something that really gets you into that zone and imagine what you feel like each month, each three months, six months, one year, when you hit that pinnacle, when you hit that manifestation, what does that feel like to you? And focus on that and believe in that and and really place that manifestation list, place it somewhere where you're going to see it a lot, maybe at a desk, maybe by your bed, or keep it in your wallet somewhere where it's close to you. And you'll take it out and remind yourself over this next year what you're building. I think the new moon is going to feel, like I said, it's going to be tied into, again, our grounded mindset. I think that this whole week, the new moon really coincides with Mercury retro, Mercury stationing direct and building that grounded mind. And Jupiter there, you know, we lost the grounded mind. We got a little fiery, got a little taken away with Jupiter and Aries. And now this is all about grounding ourselves. I know I keep saying it a million times, but that is so powerful in building what you want in life. Just remember that. And that's what this new moon is going to be about. Really grounding yourself for within these new beginnings and grounding yourself in these new desires of everything that you will achieve. Because once you ground yourself, it's really hard not to believe in yourself. <laughs> you know, we, we get troubled with believing ourselves when A, we get lost in our mind either way when we think we're good, we're too good or we're not good enough. And when you ground yourself, you don't stay stuck between those two par- polarities. Take a deep breath. Mercury station direct. Um, So I should be able to not mess up my words as much. I don't think I did too bad. But those of you who have been following me for a long time know when Mercury retrogrades, my ruling planet, times 100, I sometimes will screw up my words. So I feel today, outside of this podcast, I've been a little wishy-washy myself with my words and having trouble fully focusing, but I know that tomorrow things will get a little better. So the last thing I want to talk about is Mars in Leo. So Mars moves into Leo on Saturday, and then right away it will go opposite Pluto retrograde in Aquarius. So get ready for war energy. When Mars shows up, though, Mars and Leo is, Mars loves being in Leo. The sun is exalted in Aries, Mars assigned. So Mars is ready to go to war. Mars is ready to go to war for a purpose, for a path. 
it shows up in Leo and it activates the sun. It shows up next to the sun and it gets it fired up. And I'm sorry, the sun will be in Taurus, but when Mars moves into Leo, the sun sign, it gets it, Mar sun topics will be um, put on the forefront in a very extreme way. So that's what I'm saying, ready to go to war for a purpose. You're ready to go to war for something you believe in. You're ready to go to war for someone. Um, and you're ready to storm a new path. When we look at the sun, when we look at Leo, we look at, I like to imagine whenever in the Lion King, I guess it's the beginning when Simba, I can't remember the, Simba the mom or whatever, you know what I'm talking about with the mom, lion, the dad, and the baby, they go up and they see over that horizon, the first sun, to as far as they can see. That reminds me of like, that's the visualization I keep having when I keep thinking of Mars moving into Leo, is like Mars moving on top and perching its, you know, perching itself on top of this mountain overlooking the African desert and the sun shining through. And it's like, hey, I'm here to go to war. Like they, you know, they're fighting those hyenas and shit. I'm here to go to war for my people, for my tribe, for my land to protect myself. And that's what keeps coming to me, that visualization of the Lion King when I think of Mars moving into Leo. And so we're ready to storm through a new path in our life. We were ready to take the bull by the horns and just power through. And we're not going to let anyone get in our way and, you know, with our newfound purpose. This is also going to be breaking through some life blocks. Now, remember, when we go to war, when we break through the life blocks, when we try to find a newfound purpose, it can definitely come from destruction and chaos, okay? Mars does not bring any less. <laughs> Mars loves to bring that destruction, loves to bring that chaos, and it's going to be much more happier in Leo than it is in Cancer. So I call this purposeful destruction and chaos. Um, you don't see the purpose when you're in it, but after what unfolds after, you're like, okay, I guess, you know, that happened for a reason. I guess, you know, that whole thing blew up for a reason and now I can see why, but it comes on fast, it comes on strong and it doesn't look too pretty when that sort of happens. And so when Mars goes opposite Pluto, not backing down from a power play is gonna be strong. So there's gonna be some big time power plays within your life path. And like I said, you're ready to go to war though with your purpose, you're ready to go war with what you believe in. Seeing an unpleasant truth in your, in, um, your soul or your life path and not being afraid to see it though anymore. You're ready to conquer it. Maybe it's unpleasant. You finally gain that awareness that you're doing that and that's why you're holding yourself back from everything that you want. But you're finally ready to see it and sort of like, you know what? Like you go to therapist and they say, blah, 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 this is it. And you're like, okay, that sucks. I see the destruction, I'm in pain, but I'm ready to change. I'm ready to conquer it. So you're ready to go to war for yourself and change that unpleasant truth within yourself. Um, workplace shadows being revealed. I think this is gonna be really interesting. I'm curious about the news. Some of you reached out last week about the news. Thank you for letting me in on that. And if you follow the news, some of those predictions I talked about definitely came true. And I think this week, workplace shadows being revealed. I think you're gonna see this also. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see like CEOs announce that they had some sort of like affair with a celebrity or some shit like that. Um, just shadows, you know, when Mars, when Mars is the shadow activator, when it goes opposite Pluto, which is the underworld of shadows, 
we see them. And I say the workplace because Leo rules the sun and the sun rules our, our workplace as well as especially having it the sun with Merc is still in Taurus right now, but also our life purpose and our life path. So something can come up on your life purpose or your life path that is a shadow. And you now have to really decide what you wanna do. So like I said, the purposeful destruction and chaos, there's purpose after the pain. Um, really act, really advocating for yourself in a powerful way. Again, at work, maybe that shadow came up, maybe you realized that someone had um, had had it out for you. They didn't. They weren't really on your side, and they were sort of side talking you. So you have to really advocate for yourself in a powerful way and say, "Hey, that wasn't me. Hey, I didn't do that. I'm not sure what you're talking about." Um, and you got to really advocate for yourself to get a little bit ahead in life, maybe for work, maybe for something on your life path, a life plot twist. So you get what I'm saying. Maybe you're. Maybe you have to go in front of a board and you're asking for a raise and you're really active, you know, you're really sitting there and saying, I deserve this, I'm going to do this. And also fighting for a purpose and facing your fears. You'll be ready for it. You're forced to jump face forward in that truth and you're facing your fear. But again, it's gonna come after purposeful chaos and destruction. And you're not gonna like it at first, but you're like, shit, here I am, here's my fear. I'm gonna fight through that though because you're gonna be feeling very, very powerful. Um, and a wrong that you might have done, this is Mars opposite Pluto, in your life, you may have to face. You may have to face a hard consequence about it, the truth coming out later. Um, there also may be an emotional truth that you've been purposely avoiding and maybe a toxic trait in the energy that you have been sort of dabbling in and maybe you had already stopped it, but that energy is gonna come up again for some reason maybe you need to see another truth within yourself but it's going to come up for another reason and a sudden chaotic life shift <laughs> we had scorpio eclipse you know stuff starting to play out this week the eclipse was i guess two weeks ago now almost a week and a half ago but like i said it it doesn't come that first week sometimes it's three weeks after sometimes it's three months we're telling a story between eclipse season but we're ending this one so the sudden chaotic life shift that you know that may come from this eclipse season you're going to be feeling with this transit and the shift of change and ending the fight will have, like I said, a chaotic feel and the energy will feel kind of reckless, ugly, mean, controlling, dirty when the shit comes to head. But then when you move beyond that, the energy will feel better. You know, Mars, that's why I say that it's the truth. Mars brings <laughs> the energy of reckless, ugly, mean, controlling, dirty, but it also brings the God of war. And it also brings that drive that you need to keep conquering on. So there's, there's the good to that. Now next week, Mars will then square Jupiter and Taurus. So next Monday, I'll be talking about that square. I'll be talking about Gemini season and what to expect from that. Whew, I know that's a mouthful. I hope everyone followed along. I want to thank everyone who continues to support this podcast. You guys are seriously getting me up there in numbers. It's really unbelievable. All of a sudden, I think I shared last week, it's like outrageous. And I, I know it's you guys. You guys keep rating it, reviewing it, sharing it. And I'm so, so, so grateful. That is the best way to support the Weekly Awakening podcast. And remember to follow me on social media, Cosmic Calling Across the Board, 1C in the middle. I sit... And I write, I sit for hours, I meditate, I write and out what I think is gonna be happening this week, you know, each week. And 
during the week when I'm out there actually living in, I'm with clients and I'm talking about things, I get even more insights. So I like to drop that on TikTok, Instagram, and TikTok is definitely where I drop the most. So if you wanna stay updated date to date, follow me on social media for that. I hope everyone has a fabulous week. I hope uh, Jupiter brings lots and lots of blessings when it's moved into Taurus. Again, it's going to feel much better than Jupiter's move into Aries. And I love you all. I hope you have a great week. Thank you and goodbye.